the business of sharing medical advice, but we are in the business of connecting people and sharing our experiences with the hope of helping others. Information shared in this podcast represents the perspectives of the speakers and contributors. It does not constitute medical advice and is not an official recommendation of the Patient Advisory Council or Improved Care Now. Welcome to the Impact Podcast by the Patient Advisory Council, aka the PAC, where we will be talking about inflammatory bowel disease or IBD to increase awareness and inclusivity while connecting with you, each other, and our guests. Happy Halloween! Happy Halloween, everyone! This is Becky. And I'm Shira. And we're going to be doing a Halloween episode today. Um, so, you know, IBD is pretty scary in itself. Um, definitely from the number of times I've uh, accidentally put my pants, it was really spooky and scary. <laughs> um, sure, do you have any good, like, I don't know, like pooping pants stories or like spooky IBD stories that would be funny to share? I honestly, I don't have any good pooping pants stories, unfortunately. What? They've all just been like, they've all just been like at home. No, you've never pooped yourself in public? I know, no. Or just, like, a good at-home pooping pants story? Honestly, no, because I was just, like, already going to the bathroom, and I was just, and I I knew we weren't going to make it, so. Wow, that's, like, wild to me. I have, like, so many of these. Well, I haven't had IBD for as long, so. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. But. I also don't have a colon, so it's definitely contributed to. That's true. That makes things difficult. But I definitely got some close calls at school, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've also had a lot of, like, spooky trips to the bathroom. Okay. Seeing some interesting shapes. Um, Yeah. I also sometimes have an irrational fear that if the hallway door is open then while I'm walking to the bathroom because it's at the end of our hallway if the hallway door is open and I'm walking to the bathroom some sort of spooky thing will like start following me from outside of the hallway that's really fun but it's never happened interesting yeah yeah I I would assume it hasn't yeah there's there's definitely something terrifying about like watching a spooky horror movie and then having to get up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom like the amount of bravery required of me in that moment is just astronomical it's a real feat I have to stop watching anything remotely scary at night although I'm a big wimp and like even stranger things was too scary for me Honestly, I can get behind that. It was a little creepy. I kind of gave up. But I got through it. Um, Okay, I can think of a kind of, I don't know if it's like super spooky, but it's like kind of funny, spooky pooping pants story. You want to hear it? Absolutely. Okay, I don't remember how old I was, but this I had a colonoscopy I just woken up from my colonoscopy and I really had to go to the bathroom as you know and anyone listening to this probably knows um when you have a colonoscopy you drink prep to clear out your intestines so there's nothing to 
you know, go to the bathroom for, um, which is, you know, the whole point of the, the prep and the procedure. Um, so sometimes you can get like phantom feelings, I guess, or that's what the nurse said. She was like, no, like I, it might feel like that, but like, I promise like it was not actually anything. Um, she was like, you know, no one actually has to go to the bathroom. You might feel it, but there's like nothing there. And I was like, no, no, I definitely have to. And she was like, like telling me, she was like, look, like people, like this has never happened. Like, I've never seen this. You do not have to go to the bathroom. I promise it's just a fake feeling. Like it's not real. And I was like, no, no, it is. And she was like, okay, well, she was like, clearly like, okay. But she was like, do you want a bedpan? And I was like, no, I'm going to the bathroom. And she's like, uh, yeah. And so like, I start getting up and she's like, yo, you just woke up. Hold on. But I just like get out of the bed. And I'm like hobbling over to the bathroom. My mom's chasing me and I just slam the door and I lit rip the fattest diarrhea ever. And I like oh, afterwards, I was just like, I told you. And this nurse, she looks spooked. She's like, what? <laughs> like, I think I probably said like a, a special record there for her um but yeah so that was I don't know kind of funny I would believe that I definitely yeah. know what you mean about like the phantom poop I'm queen of like the phantom pooping they oh. told me they told me it was common but I don't know like we definitely had a lot of close calls where I was like I'm about to poop my pants and then I went to the bathroom and I was like false alarm there's no poop never mind um yeah yeah well okay getting back onto the spooky scary halloween topic have you like i mean obviously i know you're in high school so your trick-or-treating is coming to an end if it is not already the age of which ended yeah it th- that's debatable I've I thought it ended in middle school but then I had people arguing with me so anyway but no I have you- that after, like, eighth grade. <laughs> okay yeah yeah um but like in your time of trick-or-treating your extensive trick-or-treating career did you ever like did IBD ever impact that like with like candy or the event or like anything at all or not really I'm gonna be honest I never went trick-or-treating with IBD because what? I know it's like the year after I stopped trick-or-treating. Oh. Um, however, I still eat Halloween candy. I, I consider myself a candy expert, particularly chocolate candies. I love chocolate. Okay. Um, and like I've definitely gone too far with the Halloween candy. But I feel like that's pretty common. Like, I feel like that's like a childhood rite of passage. Well, yeah, definitely. Well, I can speak to my experiences with this, though, because I was diagnosed when I was seven. So all the time I was trick-or-treating that I can remember, I've had IBD. And I, I didn't even, like, think about this until we started like thinking about this podcast episode but it really did impact me a lot like ages 9 to 11 I was doing um NG feedings so I was doing partial um so I still got to like eat candy and stuff but like I had to be home in time to get the feeding place so I like couldn't stay out super late I mean I was also like nine so like I wasn't like pulling an all-nighter at a rager or anything <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah so that definitely impacted me there you know like 
I mean, did you ever have like Halloween sleepovers like with your friends? Not Halloween specific, but I did. I did have a lot of sleepovers before COVID. Yeah. It's like all my friends, like we would always do like Halloween sleepovers. Like I swear every year someone was doing a Halloween sleepover. But like when I was doing NG2 feedings, I like couldn't go because I yeah. like did not want to be bringing a giant beeping pump <laughs> into someone else's house. <laughs> yeah. But I remember also like one of my biggest symptoms in childhood was having to go to the bathroom so often, which <laughs> only got worse <laughs> now that I don't fun. have a colon. I'm hitting record numbers that my younger self would have been horrified of. Um, <laughs> but it's it's good. I've got a lot of emodium. Um, awesome. But it's very good but yeah because I would like I remember just like when I was playing in the woods with my friends like making forts and stuff like I'd have to go home and I'd be so upset about having to go home actually my friends we were playing like fake hunger games obviously we were not you know off each other um but we were like I don't know you know, if I would say obviously but right well it was definitely fake we were just in the phase but we were like running around in the woods essentially was all it was but we were like building our forts or anything. And the first thing I did was dig myself and use a piece of wood and make like a fake bathroom so I could go to the bathroom so I wouldn't have to run home. I never used it, I'll just say. Yeah, and I will say like for my own dignity, I never used it. But like, this was like a repeating pattern where I'd have to like go home in the middle of hanging out with friends, which really sucks during Halloween when you're all going around with your friends in a group. And like- look I will be honest my friends did not wait for me so like um which is like you know fair but I had to run all the way through the neighborhood it does suck yeah because I had to run all the way through the neighborhood go back home go to the bathroom and then run back and try to find them and obviously we didn't have phones then we were so young um so I would just be running around yelling their names trying to find my friends again and I like missed out on a lot of that stuff which like kind of sucked I don't know if other patients like have that experience too but I mean in Halloween definitely feel a little left out at least for me I definitely I mean I'm I didn't really pay attention to it at the time looking back on it that yeah definitely impacted my experience with Halloween no I definitely relate to that I never had IBD while I was celebrating Halloween but I've had chronic pain for like my entire mm. life pretty much and like I definitely had the same thing where I was like I have to go home like I can't keep going or I would like skip we would do you know two trick-or-treating outings and I would have to like skip one of them or I would be like I can't run but like of course everyone else is running because I don't know apparently you get more candy if you run between the houses <laughs> Okay, speaking of running, this is slightly off topic, but my longest mile time in elementary school was 16 minutes. And the reason was that at minute 10, which I'm not going to lie, I did hit minute 10 naturally. Um, But at minute 10, um, I started having to go to the bathroom, but my teacher would not let me go inside to the bathroom. I had to finish the mile. Mm -hmm. So I was like waddle walking my way, like, like trying not to poop myself. And so I ended up with 16 minutes in a mile. Oh, it's okay. I know people. Who yeah, which saying this out loud now, I'm like, you know, like having some thoughts about why the teacher did that. But um, you know <laughs> what? Is literally, the bathroom people. access denial is just. I know we're really off topic here, but like, 
the bathroom access denial situation is like, I never realized how bad it was either until I got to high school and got IBD and was like, why do I have to get permission? But yeah. Well, also like, I know this like trend is kind of faded away, but like for anyone listening, there's this like trend on TikTok called like devious lick or whatever. And it was like ridiculous, but like students would literally just vandalize and like steal things from bathrooms they'd like grab sinks off the walls they'd grab toilets they'd grab like uh hand towels and it like was getting to the point with so many schools like this is like a thing that was happening like a month or two ago yeah and it was getting to such a point that like we're seeing like schools literally closing their bathrooms and I'm like I was just watching that like as an IBD patient like I literally like the number of bathrooms that were getting closed down if that happened at my school I literally would have like not been able to go to school terrifying yeah no at my school we didn't really have like a big uh like a big devious lick situation going on but we definitely (laughs) had a lot of times where the boys have decided that they're gonna vandalize the bathroom in various ways luckily I don't think anyone ever stole a sink but since I go to such a small school, we only have one like set of student bathrooms and then there's staff bathrooms. And so they chose the boys' bathroom because it like they took the stalls off the wall. It was crazy. Jeez. Yeah. And they were like, I'm really glad it didn't happen to the girls' bathroom. And I'm also really glad that I'm always constipated. So I never need to go to the bathroom at school. <laughs> um, <laughs> but all the boys were like complaining about it and I was like it's really bad but like you have to stop destroying the bathroom yeah 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 I mean I have the opposite experience I don't have a colon so like if I don't take my meds I'm going to the bathroom over 10 times a day which thankfully I take my meds so it's not like that but I am there many times a day but yeah that was really off topic okay speaking though on this I think it'd be fun if we played like a spooky would you rather like scary IBD choices kind of game are you down I'm so down let's do it okay all right my first question is would you rather be unable to use school bathrooms or have weekly colonoscopies or bi-weekly colonoscopies Unable to use school bathrooms. Wow. Because I don't know if I would agree with that. To be honest, I'm kind of sick of going to school in person. (laughs) Um, Between COVID and like all of those difficulties and like me not feeling good, I I could really Mm. use some more independent study time. Yeah. And also, as I mentioned before, I never poop anymore so that's good in some ways you know what it's great not great right now but <laughs> it's okay it's totally fine well honestly I feel like I'm gonna disagree with you on this one um I think like weekly colonoscopy sounds awful but like without a colon my stool is very thin yeah so I can't like I I don't I'm not like fully recovered from my colectomy so I'm at like this point where 
like when I have to go to the bathroom, I have a limited amount of time where I can hold it. And while I am holding it, it's like eroding at my intestine. So like it hurts a lot to hold. (laughs) Um, So I'd rather, (laughs) I'm gonna, (laughs) sorry, I'm gonna say, (laughs) I'm gonna go with the bi-weekly colonoscopies. Also, they're my Friday afternoons. If you don't have a colon, colonoscopies only few inches. Okay, yeah. Sigmoidoscopy so, endoscopy. So there you go. I didn't even think about that. Wow, I literally forgot I don't have a colon. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was my last colonoscopy. Oh. Hey. No, that's that's like it's like both bittersweet. Like I know. Honestly, I'm kind of sad. I'm kind of sad. Well, like I don't miss them. Get like, don't worry. Oh, but I was, like, totally tallying up how many I had, like, so I could flex it on my other friends. But, like, well, I can still count sigmoidoscopies because I still have my sigmoid. Okay. Second question. Okay. Would you rather only be able to drink barium prep for the rest of your life and, and water, but you can only have barium prep and water and you have to have barium prep. You can't just, like, avoid it. But, like, that's all you can have in addition to water. For the rest of your life, or hmm, trying to think of a good comparison, or you can only drink colonoscopy prep for the rest of your life. Pick your poison. Colonoscopy prep. Okay, explain. Because barium. Okay, I'm gonna be honest. I've only had the clear contrast that um, comes in the bottle that looks a little bit like. It reminds me of Sprite, but barium is so thick and like chalky looking. Oh, yeah. Like, okay, what kind of colonoscopy prep though? Like, like laxatives. <laughs> like go lightly or like Miralax or like your choice. Okay, whatever. I feel like you could like. Wait, am I allowed to flavor it? Uh, yeah, if that makes a difference to you. Oh, I can put, well, if you can, like, drink it with some other drink, then of course I'm going to choose that over barium. Yeah, I feel like I agree with that. Um, also, I feel like not having a colon has had the same effect on me as colonoscopy prep, (laughs) to be honest, so. You know, yeah. That'd be a fast adjustment. Okay, another one. Oh, yeah. science question that okay I don't know if we know the answer but you know how Miralax they say oh it like makes your colon like have more water in it so your poop is softer does Miralax still have an effect if you don't have a colon um I have no idea I'm gonna google this as soon as we finish recording I feel like Google. I would imagine. I would imagine it's got to. I'm googling it right now. Okay, I appreciate that. I'm putting my um, pumpkin Halloween glasses on. I love those glasses. Into the Halloween spirit. There, for anyone listening, I have orange pumpkin glass frames or like glasses, glasses. Maybe um, put a picture in the, like in the loop post or something. Oh yeah, Becky with your glasses. Oh yeah, they're pretty. They're pretty good. They're iconic. 
you know, Google doesn't really have any answers for us. If anyone listening knows the answer to this, please email icnpatients at gmail.com because I really want to know. Please let us know. You know, tag us on Twitter. Any way you can convey that information. Okay. Um, I have a third would you rather. All right. Would you rather poop yourself at school or poop yourself at work? And it's like the type of poop yourself where everyone knows and you have to change your pants. Hmm. I have not been to any sort of work, job, anything since COVID. But, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, oh, school or work? feel like that's just the same level of bad I I feel like work would be less of an issue because like you can just quit but also like I mean the people you go to school with you're in contact with for the rest of your life like not all of them but like like if you have reunions or like friends or you go to the same college like work you know theoretically when you quit you like probably aren't gonna talk to many of them if any yeah. like I, I guess depending right. on work I, think you're right. I feel like it's a less risky option in my opinion unless you're an adult you have this great job yeah what? that's true you're like a doctor at your dream institution <laughs> yeah um that's yeah, I guess like if you really like your job, I'm thinking like if you're working at a McDonald's or something. Yeah, I mean, like I mean that's what I was originally thinking. Yeah, if I'm like in my dream job, I'd rather put myself at school like 100. percent Yeah, especially because like to be honest, I kind of hate most of the people I go to school with. Um, so I don't know how much <laughs> I'll really be talking to them. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <Oops>. <laughs> That's funny. Um. Okay. I'm trying to think. Would you rather? Would you rather spend? Okay. Which? Yeah. Which would be more fun? Like, would you rather like pull an all-nighter at your doctor's office? And like entertain yourself all night long at your doctor's office or in a hospital cafeteria. Doctor's office. Okay, tell me Easy. why. Because there's okay, number one, I would like be so tempted to explore everything. Like a hospital cafeteria, I feel like you could like imagine like what's going on, right? the doctor's office there's like all these rooms that you never go in and personally I'm a little nosy and want to know what's going on in there also because I always wonder like what do they keep in those cabinets (laughs) (laughs) that's a really good like I know it's some doctor's offices it's like boring and basic but if you're at like I want I feel like my um pediatric GI in Virginia I feel like I went to that center so many times that like there should be a shrine 
for my colonoscopy photos oh, in there. Oh, drawing. Oh, my gosh. Because, <laughs> I mean, there are just so many. Like, if they have cabinet space, I think that would be a really... I would love to visit a Becky shrine. Can you imagine if you opened the cabinet and it popped out, like, one of those birthday cards where, like, the stuff in the middle pops up when you open it? Oh, my gosh. Okay, wait. Question. So, yeah. I'm thinking if on the topic of, like, decoration and stuff. Yeah kind of um if we built like of like in our heads a theoretical like haunted house for IVD patient what do you think the different rooms would be barium barium <laughs> yeah Personally, I think when I think of like IVD horrors that's a big one it's like barium and colonoscopies I'm like Honestly, I really like I, I I'm not I'm gonna backtrack I don't really like colonoscopies but I really don't mind them that much I do hate MRIs because barium's disgusting I have no problem with the I... procedure but I'm just really cold um but barium just horrible yeah I feel like barium would definitely have to be a room I feel like I feel like a room would be like you open the door and your provider's like are you ready for your um colonoscopy or like oh or you ready for a what (laughs) move one room or provider snapping the gloves you ready for your rectal exam oh no (laughs) why do I feel like I've had a dream about that I feel like I've had like haunted dreams just about like your worst nightmare I would like to give a quick shout out to my um current GI for asking for my consent many times and being very considerate about my last rectal exam I really appreciated it thank you to Becky's GI thank you or a surgeon oh my god I can't remember who it was but I just remember it was yeah whoever it was last (laughs) that's nice the last time they asked me which might be the only time I don't know uh I said no because I was like there's nothing wrong with my butt when you know I was a little bit right yeah no I mean I, I, I was a little said, I also said no to my last one um I mean if you don't want it don't get it you don't want it say no yeah um, no means no I can't think of anyone who wants one right yeah no no one wants one but um you know how did we get on this topic? Our, let's go back to our haunted house. Okay, more haunted house. Um, <laughs> there would have to be a room dedicated to all of the things that I have organized while on prednisone. Okay. Like, which is honestly just a lot of sections of my room and my kitchen. I feel like another good one would be like having like medication schedules and like seeing how many yeah. pills a day or okay I want another one that's just like a map of everywhere I've pooped oh my gosh you know poop map you can compete for like distance pooped okay so I poop map for context of anyone listening is an app where you can join a league with your friends and you track every time you go to the bathroom and basically compete with your friends on how much people go to the bathroom um i've actually downloaded this app a number of times with different friend groups every single one of them i've pulled ahead so fast um 
And so by such a large margin that all of my friends have stopped using it because there's no point competing because I was in first by such a large margin. No, This is true. This also, well, the main group that this happened with the other, I think the other friend group just like died off. But this, this group was with a bunch of like sexist and racist high school boys. So it was, it wasn't a great, it wasn't a great friend is cool. Oh my colon that everyone does it but yeah I was just like I had my ostomy too so I was going to the bathroom so okay. much so I, they they were just too intimidated by my bowel movements I guess you know what the devil works hard but your bowel works harder sorry <laughs> yeah that's funny <laughs> okay wait um, okay I have my final question for you okay if you go in for an appointment on Halloween, what do you want your GI dressing up as? Ooh, it's funny because I always think about my GI specifically, and I'm always like, what would she dress up as? I mean, one time I had someone dressed up as like a superhero. I think she was Wonder Woman, which I support mm-hmm. because you know, female empowerment, and also because I love the Wonder Woman movie. The first one, not the second one. True. Not clear. Um, I like the cute costumes. I'm not into scary stuff, like I said before. Right. Definitely like superheroes. I mean, of course, I would love somebody to dress up as like a giant poop emoji. <laughs> the classic. I've, I've actually wanted to do that because interestingly enough, a couple years before I got IBD, I was like weird. Like I was weirdly into the poop emoji. Like I don't even know how it yo the it. foreshadowing. Right? I actually have wow. a giant stuffed poop emoji that is so big that I'm trying to get my GI's office to take it because I have no space for it. That's wild. My mom actually, like, buys me so much poop emoji merch. Like, I have a poop emoji necklace, poop emoji pillow, poop emoji pool float. Like, I'm none jealous. Of for, but, oh my god. Yeah, it's, it's a whole thing. I honestly, okay, this is like, probably unrelated to IBD but I feel like I would really love to see a Charlie Brown costume just because I feel like that's really awesome you know so wholesome I I love I feel very safe because they're just like everyone is so nice or imagine walking into like pediatrics and the nurse is um Tigger and uh you've got um uh Winnie the Pooh and hopefully probably not Eeyore Oh, well, I was, but, I think that would be fun. I mean, you have to embody Eeyore to dress up as him. Yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah. Um, but Eeyore. look, I mean, if my provider was walking around with a bucket of honey, I would feel so safe. Oh my God. What if the bucket had candy in it? Oh my God. That's so cute. So cute. Yo. I don't think parents would appreciate doctors giving their children candy. Well, but I would. I mean, if, if you're just like check first, be- yeah. So if any providers are hearing this, I highly recommend testing that out and then like let us know how that goes. Or if you've done that already, 
hear how that goes. Or if any providers are listening and are coming to conference, please bring a costume. <laughs> we We're going to have a costume party. Well, we can't promise that. <laughs> we cannot promise that. Okay, okay. <coughs> you know when? Yeah, I don't know if I'll have enough for my suitcase for my costume, but. <laughs> what are you being for Halloween, Shira? What? haven't planned anything what oh my gosh you gotta get on that i'm actually going to get an mri on halloween (laughs) oh my god are you serious i am serious i find really interesting because it's a sunday yeah oh yeah that's true they offered me like friday night saturday morning (laughs) at like 7 30 or sunday Mm -hmm. and i was like i'm not going at 7 30 in the morning on a Saturday or any day for that matter um yeah fun Halloween plans Becky what are you gonna dress up as I am being low-key but like not buying a costume so I like made a really cheap version of it for myself I support that Loki is a, a character from the Marvel Cinematic Universe yeah. for one who's confused um yeah I will not be having an MRI on Halloween one of my friends their birthday is November 1st so we're doing like a happy birthday Halloween party at my house um well, that's gonna be which so is fun. a little more a little less exciting I think than a Halloween MRI but I also feel like a happy birthday Halloween party sounds a lot more wholesome than it is when you realize that Becky is in fact a college student what does that mean? <laughs> I feel like there's going to be, there, it will not be like a little like craft party. Unless Wait, you are. How have you know? It's going to be 10 people. Wow. It's small. I promise I'm not throwing a rager at my no, house. Becky is not throwing <laughs> a COVID meetup. No, no. We are all COVID safe. There will be Pat no big COVID safe. <laughs> Yes, I try to not do unhealthy, unsafe Halloween behaviors. Anyone uh, in college or high school out there who's planning on Halloween, make sure you do it safely Um, with COVID, especially if you're immunocompromised. Be safe. Stay safe. Um, And with that, have a very happy Halloween from Becky and Shira and the Patient Advisory Council. If this content resonates with you, we encourage listeners to learn more about Improve Care Now and the PAC at improvecarenow.org, where you can sign up to join the PAC, the parent working group, and join our circle.